Oh, well, hello, the internet, and welcome to, oh, what is this, season 115, maybe? Episode 4? Yes, we'll call it that, of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, bust open that skull, look inside, and say, oh, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Thursday, January 9th. 2020. My name is Miles Gray, aka Miles Gray LaRocca. Uh, and look, there will be some Rage Against the Machine themed AKs coming up, but I have not, my voice is not ready for that. But brace yourselves because they are on the way. Uh, shout out to at 3:45 a.m. for that name. Uh, songs coming soon. Now, if I'm talking, that means Daddy is away. Where is Daddy? I know he, he's, he's know sick through the entire production schedule off. We're starting so late. Daddy and, cough coughing. But you know what? I send out the Zamboni signal. Uh, and who 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 else she but her? her eventually. My wonderful guest co-host, one of the faces of Mount Zeitmore. There will be no Mount Zeitmore unless her face is upon it. Frequent podcast guest, Jamie Loftus. Hi. Welcome. I don't, have, I, don't have, I don't think I have an AKA. I thought of an Aerosmith themed AKA. And Why? then I got really ashamed and I didn't follow through on it. Why are you ashamed of yeah. Aerosmith? Because they're not good. Right? Oh, <laughs> man. They <laughs> fuck. Wow. Wait, they got their own. <laughs> they're the only band that got their own roller coaster. Okay? That's, wait, where? In, in Florida. They got the rocket roller coaster. Oh, shit. They had yeah. a video game, too, I think. Did which they? Which was also absolute garbage. They'll license their shit to anybody. I, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like Jason Derulo in that way. <laughs> They'll just license their image to fucking anyone. Who else does Jason Derulo license his image to? I've seen, him at the, I've seen him at the Wax Museum. <laughs> you have? <laughs> I've seen him at the Wax Museum. Him and his, because, you know, it's like his thing that he like always wants his dick to be visible, and that's like a compulsion that he has. I did is not that? know that. Well, oh, is that from is, Cats? <laughs> yeah. It was covered in Cats, but he just has this weird media history of being like, oh, yeah, you can take my picture, but like, make sure you get make my sure fucking you, bulge in hey, there. Hey, my wow. dick in there? It's his, he's got a huge dick. It's, it's his thing. Uh, it sucks <laughs> when you reduce your personality to your big dick. I am yeah. like, can't shut up about it. That's actually not big dick energy. No. no, no, no I mean, it's no. very different. You it's, don't lead with your big dick. It's little small chode energy. Yeah, it's anything. It's withered chode energy. But he, but he's got, he's at the Wax Museum. He's got a huge dick at the Wax Museum. Oh, Check great. it out. Do you need Check to authorize them to make waxes of yourselves? Because yeah. they have so yeah. many. Oh, wow. Yeah, so a lot of people get... just, everybody who's there. That's they, why it's like they're. I didn't realize Don't they get a mold of you first to make sure it's accurate? Or they do like 3D laser? Because wax museums are kind of littered with some randos where you're just like, oh, I wouldn't expect to see that person here. And that's the person who was really trying right. to be there you're like wow it's like that's interesting i didn't think i would see tech from the hawaii real world cast as a wax wow figure. what a pull oh, are you even jason Der- like jason derulo got his own special spot at right. the wax museum yeah, yeah. you're like has he earned i'm this? sure lab- well, i'm sure that's where the labels step in uh, you know it's big wax and big big big, big, <laughs> big music wax. they're all in cahoots anyway who is that disembodied voice that we're hearing uh that is our guest today uh, please welcome comedian, actor, writer, uh, and one of the stars of the Netflix sketch comedy show, Astronomy Club, yes. Jonathan Braylock. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank, Thank you. you for coming by. Yeah, thank you for Thank you for being me. patient. You know, it's a chaotic day today. It's it all was a good. chaotic day. It, it happens. It's 2020. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> we're can, we, can we start saying that? <laughs> Look, man, it's 2020. It's 2020. We uh, get it. Yeah. 2020 is a different energy. Um, <laughs> so Daddy. before we get to know you, Jonathan, let's okay. tell people yes. what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about Emma Chamberlain? 
I don't know who that is, but uh, apparently she's she's big time. She got uh, bigger podcasts than we do. I'll tell yeah, you that much. Okay. I'll tell you that right Fair now. enough. I don't know. Not Second verifiable. Rate. Well, I don't Second know her. Rate. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know her, so it's not real to me. Uh, also, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump uh, seems to be easing up on the attention for now. Uh, people uh, were getting uh, "You've been drafted" text messages apparently over the last few days. And the army had to let prank. people know uh, that's not what's going on. We'll have to <laughs> check in with uh, the impeachment. Uh, really quickly. I'm talking about impeaching this creep. Uh, uh, uh. And then uh, talk a little bit about what's going on in the, uh, you know, Democratic race for the nomination because it seems like the centrist establishment is very, very weary and scared uh, that Bernie Sanders actually has a very legitimate shot at this point looking Ooh. at some numbers. So we'll, are so mad. Rise of Skywalker. We'll go through the... <laughs> 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 uh, and then uh, a, a New York State Assemblyman with an absolute humdinger of an explanation for his, why he crashed his state-issued SUV into a ditch drunkenly. Ooh! We'll what? I'll, and I'll, the answer isn't alcohol. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of that, and mixed with a little bit a of little misogyny. Bit of, Ooh. Uh, then uh, you know the, the twist. we'll have to so talk about cocktail. <laughs> the pizza ATM, which is now on a Florida University campus. Uh-huh. If you want to drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, uh, we'll tell you how to do that. Wait. Uh, and nice. also there are there is some wacky ass Star Wars conspiracies going on that I'm here for. Are it. like. But like it's getting into this post truth phase Got it. that's very similar to the thinking of QAnon, where it's almost uh, like, hold on, but we're telling you the thing you're even like going off of is not true, what and they're is, like, no, no, no. What's the character they're basing it on? It's not about. It's, it's not. not even it's even. Character? It's uh, even more okay. next level. It's, not, it's, it's high about, level. It's high level. It's right. above me now. Did I'm you sorry. Get, did you guys like Babu Freak? Oh yeah, Babu. I love Babu Freak. I, what a freak! Babu I gotta freak. get Babu Freak. <laughs> yeah. oh, I saw it the second time. I was like, Babu Freak hits even That's, better the second time. Honestly, the real war right now is between Babu Freak and Baby yeah. Yoda. Oh, one hundred percent. Who's who's cuter? Babu so. Freak. Well, yeah, we'll hack Baby Yoda's brain. I'm, I'm a sorry. Babu Freak head. Yeah. Ooh, are you a Babu F R E A K? I'm a Babu, Babu Freak. freak. I'm a freak. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, and and other stories too. Uh, you know, as the time goes on. But first, wow. yeah. Jonathan, what? What is something from your search history that's that reveals a little bit about who you are? I mean, this is kind of this is this is super boring actually, but uh, <laughs> hit it, hit it. <laughs> but uh, I was um, I was looking up my boy uh, my boy Rami Youssef because he just won a Golden Globe. Yeah. Yes, um, and I was uh, I just wanted to know because I feel like I I know about his show. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we've been fr- we've been friends since high school. Actually, okay, oh, yeah, um, and. But I, but you know, he made a joke when he uh, gave the Golden Globe speech. Like, I know none of you see my show, you know, <laughs> and I kind of feel like that's true, and that's why everybody laughed. Uh, <laughs> right? They're like, and so I, I wanted to see, I wanted to look up who was talking about him and what they were saying. Um, and the internet is wild. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, yeah. You didn't go on that oh. website, Twitter, did you? No, 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 no. That website was canceled in yeah. oh, 2020. Oh, thank you. Officially, officially canceled. Yeah, yeah. 2020, maybe. Um, there were, so there was like a lot, obviously you have a lot of support and stuff like that, but like uh, the trolls were, were out in full force um, talking about, because he said, uh, 
uh, Allah Akbar, and, yeah. and you know, which just means like God is great. Um, but like people were like, oh, he's like a secret terrorist, and like all these things that oh you would God. think that people would say, but you're like, are people really saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, they are. yeah, 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 yeah. They're all, I'm sure. all out there and stuff. Uh, so that was crazy. I went down that rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, he didn't. Of course, he would. He wouldn't do that. But uh, I like to do it for. It's like <laughs> it's so much easier when it's like somebody you know, and mm-hmm. you're like, I can read all these because it's not yeah. personally affecting me. Right, but right, right. You get to see what the people what people say. Yeah. And if he wants the close notes, you can you can give it exactly to him. right. Yeah. You're like, yeah, take <laughs> like, the liberty. This is a Google Doc link. I just did some excerpts if you yeah. want to check them out. That's a oh. really good friend to be like. I checked out your internet abuse for you. I'll yeah. summarize it. Yeah, I can summarize. No need it. to get specific. Uh, yeah. I've never heard this term before, but I saw it use affirmative action. Uh, award oh, wow yeah AAA, that's what baby. they called it and i was like, oh I was like what does that even mean? i don't know i think that's how white people explain how when brown people do things yeah 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 oh that's an affirmative action oh, that's affirmative oh he's uh, he's got a car it's affirmative action oh he got a job it's affirmative action uh love which is... when someone galaxy brains <laughs> very simple achieve like a, an amazing achievement yeah love it. well you know what's funny like a lot of the members really liked it i think because so many of the members of the hfpa themselves are immigrants to the United States that right. they're like, even if it's a completely different culture or generation, they're like, no, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is right. funny where people don't like, cause they, you know, they, for some reason didn't think Watchmen was a good show. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Yeah. Uh, I, you know? Yeah. Well, it got completely shut out. Apparently they, they, oh, d- they did? miscalculated actual submission times for it and did not. Oh, was that what it, happened? Apparently HBO oh. did not promote to the like voting public as I believe much. That. They I were more leaning assumed... on Game of Thrones. Because like, I was just kind of assuming that it came out too late. I don't know what the cutoff is. Yeah, no, it came out sort of right at the cutoff. But that's uh, a weird thing. You're also, oh, that, again, that actually happened with us in Astronomy Club. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, that's exactly. why we didn't get nominated. Uh, but yeah. You should have been also sent like Rami, so been like, good. yo, this is what they're saying about Astronomy yeah, Club. Yeah, like, same wow, thing, bro. It's a poignant like, yeah, show. I know. It's like, I don't know. I know. I don't know if they're saying this stuff about you. <laughs> Even these white guys will wrap around sunglasses in their truck as their avatar photo, like my show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's uh, something that's overrated? Um, overrated social media detox for your New Year's resolutions. Ooh. Wow. I think that's overrated. That's a take. Honestly, yeah. because everybody's doing it. Oh, I don't want to be on, so, you know, I'm, no, I'm getting off social media. First Cut of all, two. if you're posting that on social media, you already failed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't like, I don't even want to hear it. Right. Like if you truly don't care about social media, then don't tell me that you're getting off social media. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know. Oh, you mean like, yeah, don't make it part of your Don't make it a part of your, don't make it a part of your platform. Like, right, right, right. I literally just scrolled past somebody who like, posted a picture of them and they were like I've been met I like uh, here I am meditating and I'm just like you're not meditating you're posting on social <laughs> yeah. you're on Instagram like right. you just took a picture of yourself in a video also screenshot what your drafts <laughs> look like because I have a feeling yeah. you have many versions <laughs> exactly. of exactly and yeah right there's no way you just took one like yeah and so I mean I think people I think we just need to accept the fact that it's here that we're addicted to it. You know what I mean? I love that that's <laughs> oh, like a wow. whole... Just embrace it. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's like a full writing style when someone says that they're they're logging out for yeah. a while. And they never are. And they they're never really back two are. Days they, later. Come back. they come back. Yeah. They need it. They're like, I'm just like I'm just promoting things now. I'm like, then you're still on it. Right. The yeah. people I respect are like you're... the people who I'm like, I, I I go to tag and I don't see them anymore. I'm like, oh my God, they don't they're, like, they're oh, off it. You got the fuck off. Yeah, you just yeah. got off. You didn't post about it. You didn't like make an announcement. Good for them. You yeah. just, I'm like, now that's a re- respect. So if you want to do that, go ahead and do it. But like, I don't know, just that part of your New Year's resolution. <laughs> if I'm seeing it on on your story. Right, right. No, it is a bit, it's odd when you're like, you're, but you're, you're announcing it through yeah. it right. versus like, I just don't use it as frequently. Right, right. Mostly because. And that's good. 
Yeah, I, I try not to. I, I don't make a thing out of it because I don't. Before this, it wasn't part of like me always using it. I guess if you mm-hmm. were someone who's a hyper user of social media, then you kind of would be like, look, y'all. Yeah. I know you're used to some really flitty memes <laughs> there, coming out of this yeah, page. Yeah. I must go now. <laughs> there is some hubris to it, too. It's like if you have to yeah. announce it, you think that what you're saying is very important. <laughs> so right. much hubris. Like, like, we're all, like all your. F- 212 followers are going to be right. like, no. I yeah. know you have a high quality. It's like, <laughs> I know that you think that this is the coolest shit ever, but unfortunately, I yeah. must go. No but more. Yeah, anyone no more who legitimately picks. needs to detox from it, though, please do. Because, yeah. man, yeah. Mo- most people, I think, don't realize how That's toxic true. it actually is. And that you get into true. this loop where you like almost like, but if I don't, especially in comedy. Dude, like, I think it's if, too late. It's like, do you exist? <laughs> but it's like, do me. you even exist if you're not on Twitter? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, right. and it's very few comedians who aren't on Twitter and are still able to like thrive. I That's think, true. I think that there's a, there is like an element of I forget who I was talking to with about this, but like there is like a certain level of like privilege to be able to log out in that way, especially like if you're a comic. Yeah, I mean, sure. Right. Because like, how are you promoting? Right, it's like, well, then you must be a big enough deal that you can afford to not be using the free true. tools all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, I don't like when people make you feel guilty about having to be on it and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, that's that's what some people yeah. have to do. Also, what? it's fun sometimes. And there are healthy ways to consume it, you know, if you just... Name five. Microdoses. Okay, here we go. <laughs> just microdoses. Yeah. Um, eat apples while you walk out. Yeah. <laughs> Just be in the sun. When the sun is down, put that phone down. I think I'm online till I'm canceled. I think that unfortunately, yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to. Work I think out. yeah, you're de- you're you've been hardwired into the matrix. For two, yeah, yeah, I've been so, I've been hacked. Are you scared of getting canceled? Is that like a legitimate fear? Um, I not not really, but yeah. but then sometimes when you see like a misfire of a cancellation, it you're like, oh, that could be anyone. Yeah. You That's know? true. Like I said, you're like, Whoa. well, somebody who you're like, that, ooh, I don't know if they deserve to be canceled. It's that, an occasional misfire, but a misfire is scary to witness. Yeah, mm. yeah it's scary to witness. What's something you think is underrated? Um, bidets. <laughs> hey. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I don't, I truly feel like America is a backwards country that we don't have bidets, like, just commonplace. We, we should be blowing our buttholes out It shouldn't out be something <laughs> that, like, only a rich person gets but when they install a Japanese toilet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, It's weird that we haven't upgraded our butt cleaning for, what, centuries? We're still using for papers? For millennia. That's true. <laughs> I can't get Or in my it. instance, microfiber towels. I can't get That I, re- I rewash. Right. I can't get well, past can't it. Well, can't you get past that the water's just coming up? D- they no, literally just I let don't... that go by. I what? said I, I admit, <laughs> Anna <laughs> was shocked. Said I wiped my ass with microfiber towels. <laughs> You're in disgust. Dan is in the booth going, "What the fuck?" And y'all just kept moving. Like, we didn't know how to respond. Hey, thank you, for, thank you for uh, not shaming me. <laughs> no, uh, uh, for the record, I steal toilet paper from the office, like there, everyone else that works here. I was gonna right. say, I like, I, I love to steal toilet paper from where, wherever people leave it loose. I'm like, that's on you. I got, <laughs> I got toilet paper. Now. People, what do you mean, like a loose square of it on the ground? No, I'm just saying, like, if you go to like a restaurant. And they've left a couple of rolls loose. I'm like, I'm taking one home with me. Are wow. you crazy? Okay, do you, so do you go to the 
a bathroom with a purse so you can put, I always stash to- that shit? Or do you ever fucking just say, fuck it, I'm walking out with my chest out holding this toilet paper? <laughs> I always have a tote. I've like gone to, especially like when I like go and do an audition, I'm like, that didn't go well. I'll pick up a loose roll, make it worth my right. time. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. their problem for being lazy and not wanting to constantly. Oh, Should have yeah. secured your Don't rolls. Don't sing my genius. Yeah. I guess I'll take this one-ply um, toilet paper. Don't want to cast me in a mattress commercial. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jokes on you. Jokes on you. I got two rolls. Where was the first time you used a bidet? Um, it was very recently. That's why I'm talking okay. about it. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> it was at an Airbnb that my uh, wife and I were staying at. Um, and I was like, I was a little scared. I was because I want, that's why I want to hear about why you're, why you can't get past it yeah. because I was nervous. But mm-hmm. it, but then it was like, no, it was, it was perfect. It was, yeah. it was perfect. <laughs> it was like, exactly right. Uh, hit, hit the right spot. Yep. You know, doesn't feel doesn't didn't feel weird. Also, didn't feel too good either because I feel like some people yeah. like over sexualize it. And Depends it's like, on okay, yeah. that's, I, I mean, it does feel fear. good. Uh, no, I'm just. Oh wait, some people are like. Wait, some you people are like a bidet. Like, mm, yes, Ooh, I think so. Fuck. <laughs> just on that bidet. Put that's, that pressure on. Get me. that power wash me. It's like when people recommend bidets, they recommend it so hard that mm-hmm. I feel like pleasure is implied, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm. Oh right. no, for me, it's because like, look, if you take a shit and you you've ever had to wipe your ass like nine hundred times, exactly, yeah. that shit is a wrap with a bidet. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, you will fucking bidet your butthole, and then you just do a quick dab. A quick shit mm-hmm. is cleaner than your the day it's you were clean. born, uh, and that and it's like it makes you feel good. You don't feel bad about having to be in the bathroom for. So freaking long just because you're trying to wipe your butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, especially any of us who like, who aren't like shaving down there. You yeah. know what I mean? It just Another yeah. thing I advocate for wax your butthole. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My friend whose uh, wife is an esthetician, uh, I have not yet to have my butthole waxed completely. I've tried it with candle wax. Okay. That's why I say completely. Can- right. It didn't, can- apparently, that's not the I way I didn't know to that you it. could do what? it. Cause a terrible way. injury. Oh, uh, that but- sounds. Uh. They, that sounds people, rough. Men with the clean butthole swear by it. They're like, "Yo, bro, it the, the, everything's everything's a smoother operation." You know what I mean? All right. Damn. Play Q Shade smooth Anna, operator. There you go. I don't like to think about my butt too hard, and and like I don't know. What's your fear? You're gonna sit on a bidet, and then it's gonna tear you up. I'm afraid. No, I'm afraid I'm gonna sit. I think just the way it's been described to me, I'm like, I don't want to sit on a bidet and then like come like you know like everyone's just like it's incredible <laughs> so yeah you Is are that, worried about that you're worried about the oversexualization of the bidet wow. i have this very puritanical fear that's I'm so like, weird the bathroom isn't erotic that's a place for poop and pee yeah right. i that's, don't like yeah because growing up yeah. in japan <laughs> a lot of the bidet toilet attachments are pretty standard yeah. so for me it was always like it was like you know just get your butt clean yeah it i've never sense. been like ooh, ooh, i gotta ooh, i gotta normalize ooh. it it's yeah, the sort of thing I think where it, yeah. like, my dad would look at that and be like, if my dad saw a bidet, it, he would treat it like Starbucks. He'd be like, oh, you fucking French? Oh, you he's like, this is royal asshole. Like <laughs> right. that kind of stuff. Right, right. which is crazy because why would we not all want to have clean clean butts? Yeah, why right. are why? some people dying on well, the Well, I'm sure there's like probably a, a very like weird American male homophobic idea. <laughs> yeah, like, Dude, I'm not totally. letting nothing stimulate my b-hole, yeah. not even for cleanliness. I have, yeah. to, I have to grow up. Yeah. It's a yeah. problem. Yeah, right. And then also, it makes you feel better about be like if you're intimate with somebody. You know what I mean? You're like, I know it's clean. Yeah, but I just pressure wash that shit. Yeah, yeah you just, just got the just got the graffiti off the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Come on now. Uh, and what is something that's a myth? Oh. There's this myth I think that Netflix is about to like go down, and that and now I know I have a Netflix show, so it sounds like. <laughs> 
Sounds like, go on. Sounds like I'm just no. I, no, I love this unbiased here. take. But it's go so on. true. You know, <laughs> it's so it's impossible for me to not sound unbiased. Uh, <laughs> um, truly, and it is. Uh, it, you know, it's not. Um, but I just this idea that like all these other streaming services are going to take Netflix down is so ridiculous to me. And we were talking about it a little bit before. But like, look, I love Disney Plus as much as the next person, but. You're not sitting watching Disney like freaking old school Disney kind of animated content. shows. Yeah, yeah. You're, Some if you're a are, child, though. yeah, if you're in a, if you're a Disney head. A, <laughs> I got Disney uh, if you have that AP sticker. A child trapped in an adult's body. Wait, what? you I got, got I you got have, Disney Plus to, to fall asleep. Sim- Simpsons put on the sleep timer. You're 100 percent correct. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I always fall asleep to Disney Plus because I'll put on some animated movie that's like calm okay. or whatever, and then f- but oh. I watch five minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. You it's know what I mean? Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. Still using it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Walt, Giving him eight dollars. Walt is still crip walking uh, in his cryogenically frozen state. <laughs> I yeah. agree with you though. That that yeah. But it's like the amount of content that Netflix has. Also, by the way, Disney Plus not available in other countries. Netflix is available in yeah. so many different countries. Mm-hmm. It has like crazy amount. I of think content. it's hard because also most people, the first streaming service they signed up for is Netflix. Yeah. So you're yeah. not. I think you're going to be less likely to get rid of that just because other. If anything, right now people are just adding to adding the pile things, right? and are probably going to hit a point where they're like, I all of my income is going to streaming services. And yeah. how many times are you like? I mean, like. Apple TV or HBO and like look I'm where I, I want to work with all these people yeah <laughs> but I just it's just the idea that like Netflix is going I just I've seen so many people talk about that recently and like canceling subscriptions or whatever I'm just like get out of here yeah like, even if you cancel you're coming right back when Stranger Things season four drops like stop pretending Netflix in particular I feel like any conversation I've ever had of like oh like if I had to unsubscribe, that's never, I feel like it's very rarely on people's right. list because well, it's their it's, first love. And yeah. it's very broad, you know, yeah. like everything everything. else is very specialized. If so you've like got kids, like, right. You get, it, like I get the HBO max has more, like is slightly a little more varied, but like Disney plus is very specific thing very in specific. my mind. Like, and you know, Hulu is like one that I get to, it's, it's broad enough because there's all these other things, but these new spinoff ones, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to fucking Everyone for- don't, don't sleep on Quibi gang. Uh-oh. Don't sleep on okay. I'm, I'm kidding. And do you want to announce your upcoming Quibi show? Yeah. <laughs> I've literally worked on two Quibi shows. Couldn't tell you what it is. Yeah. No it, It's not out yet, though, either, right? Shit, I no. might be on Quibi. <laughs> there, we might be on Quibi right now. You never oh, know. We don't, this we is don't Quibi. Know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Welcome to Quibi. I might Quibi. have to hold my tongue. Pe- oh, <laughs> those commercials for Peacock were sad. <laughs> Oh, There's commercials for the yeah, NBC. Yeah, that's yeah, the NBC streaming one. Yeah. They had them on during the Golden Globes. And like, it was like, it was like a, it was like a chicken, like laid two eggs. And then it was like something like it's about to hatch, and then peacock. And I was like, wow. Wait, but what happened to the other egg? Just one egg hatched? (laughs) I don't know what you're right. That doesn't make any sense. Even there were two eggs. No, but oh, actually, I think I didn't even think about this until you just said it. Uh There was a white egg and a brown egg. No, there was not. I I swear to you, maybe I'm making this up, but I truly believe that that there was a white egg and a brown egg well at first i didn't i didn't think about it at all but what you just said why were there two eggs i'm like well what if they only put a white egg and then there was some like conspiracy theory that they were being racist yeah but if they put a brown Brown egg egg. then you'd have the same conspiracy theory 2020 (laughs) race war confirmed (laughs) so they put both the race war will be streamed on peacock (laughs) on peacock tune in Oh, peacock oh man well um let's move on to other pressing information yeah yeah Emma, Chem- Emma Chamberlain. 
or Merchant? Emma Chamberlain. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. I'm Googling. She's right okay. But I, well, uh, so this is all I saw okay. is that she's on, the, I think, the cover of Vogue or some shit. Yeah. Okay. And I'm okay. So I'm like, okay, they're they're saying she's she's that chick right now in terms of mm-hmm. influencers. Yeah. Do you guys really not know who she is? I mean, I know the name, but okay. I've not read I've not read in depth about her Truly, until this thing. Everybody's gonna hate me. I like know almost nothing about influencers. That's like, no, I really that's don't. a good that's a positive personality. No, that's okay, whack yeah. as fuck. Because influencers <laughs> are the coolest what? fucking people. So we, so I know she's got what eight point five seven million YouTube subscribers. Okay, she's eighteen yeah. years old. Eight and a half million Instagram followers. Two point eight Twitter followers. Exactly. She's eighteen years old. So I have no. She's why the fuck random. would I be checking? She's hashtag random. What does that Miles. mean? Is that part of her brand? Yeah, she makes r- hashtag random YouTube videos, <laughs> and everyone hashtag loves it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. wow. So in this Damn. in this article, I think in this Vogue profile, or in this, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. It's Cosmopolitan. How? Uh, oh. And the article is written by Dana Schwartz, uh, one of the hosts on our network. I love Dana. You know, shout out. We run the culture. Dana's okay, incredible. people know this. Um, so they start off. She is without a doubt an influencer by every metric you would say, like yeah. just sort of in terms of what her identity is. And in the beginnings of this profile, she says, "quote I think the word influencer is kind of disgusting." Hmm. Let's use me as an example. <laughs> <laughs> If someone is calling me an influencer, they're saying that my job is to influence. And I don't think that's true. I prefer to entertain and be a friend. I don't want to influence. I like, is huh. it? I get it. Well, you know, I see why you make videos. It. Yeah. It's, she's saying to say that that's my intent and what I do. It's like, okay, what we're saying is influencer right. means the newest, most popular kid right, right. now. Well, I feel, yeah, because she's like 18. Yeah, I get 18. that she's like, I want to be taken more seriously than I am, whether she has earned hashtag that random. yet. Hashtag random. She's pretty hashtag random. Uh, but is I, it that, or is it the, it almost feels like the opposite. Like she's saying people are taking me too serious. I don't want to be an influencer. That sounds like oh, I guess, more. But I feel like she like she has a deal with Target. She's an influencer. Right. And fucking like, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, like once you're right, a right, sponsor right. for someone and like you're an influencer. Like, you're they, right. Because the, people call actors influencers and like, you know, there's like. It's just make, it's influencer just a term described as saying like how people uh, commodify or weaponize your your celebrity for yeah. to yeah. to market products. She's right. like hit on like a, she's she is interesting to me because she's like a she's like was a cheerleader making random YouTube videos, mm-hmm. um, and then was able to like monetize it by like overlapping <laughs> random internet culture and just like hot teen culture. And that's mm. like that's I no I I have no gripes well, really. I mean like I look at someone who but, many years ago thought YouTube was the way out. Uh, I understand, like, the possibilities of, it's like, this late. era. I know, man. Should I just give it's this podcast and shit late. up and start my vlogs? I guess it's it is kind late. of inspiring. Hey, step beautiful into the light. bastards. Step into the light. It's inspiring that there are people who are still doing, like, like new voices that are coming out and getting hot on YouTube, like, I'm surprised that it's still, yeah. I guess kids love video because they don't fuck with podcasts. I don't know why she's calling it disgusting, though. I can understand her being like, it's weird. Like, I'm an entertainer, but I get like. I I think it's like, don't reduce me to this word that already, like, to most people my age has this, like, weird connotation. Yeah, because I'm sure that, like, kids and, like, teenagers don't like the word influencer. Like, I'm sure there's some stigma with it. How would you like lit teen? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Excuse me, fellow kid. Yeah. (laughs) How about Lil? How, how, how would you like this? Is it fair tea. to call all entertainers influencers? I think to a certain extent, yeah. I think right? if you're, yeah. if yeah. you, if you are, if you are 
marketing anything. Right. You're it's I don't mean I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, what I guess it's weird if like right? if you're on a streaming service, right? Like uh Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> then you're not actually advertising anything, right? It's just like the I don't know how Netflix makes money, but they're making money, I'm swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not for you to figure out. They're going to be here forever. Yeah. Uh but like they so is it different if you are entertaining people and there are no ads being sold while you're doing it? Mm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Cuz I mean, she's making videos and and the re, the re, the reality is she is an entertainer. Mm-hmm. But her main source of income is to influence people to buy products. Yes, yeah, through ad ad deals. Through ad like deals that. and brand brand Cuz I don't think she right. signed like a four picture development deal with Warner right. Brothers or something like no, that. No, I don't think that she's like an actor, but she does have a really popular podcast too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, it's, well, I'm saying it's not really about good or bad. I'm just saying, yeah. like, how do we define it, right? Because I think right. influencer, to at least to my mind, that term came up in the era it, of people somehow starting to make money on Instagram on from media, looking yeah. cute, right? And so, and wasn't it because like they had, it's like they had a bunch of, they had all these followers, and then people were like, "Wow, you have that many followers? Can you put my product in one of your videos, right. or like do a video that had like kind of like sponsors my thing?" And they're like, "Sure." I will use right. my influence, influence yeah. to do that. It, are there influencers that don't promote products? Is that a thing too? Oh, like, interesting. Paradoxical. There, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like, are those two things mutually exclusive? How do they make money then? Then uh, I don't know. Maybe they sell. Maybe they have their own thing. I, I think because influence Patreon is Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Maybe. Yeah, because I, I, I just feel like it's a marketing term that comes out of. Like yeah. again, it's to influence a behavior from the from the advertiser's perspective. That's right. why they would describe that. DJ Dan just held up a uh, 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 whiteboard that said Greta question mark Greta Van Susteren. No, no. Greta, uh, uh, Greta Gerwig. Thunberg. 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 Oh. Thunberg. Whoa. Because I think she's an influencer, but I don't think she takes money from outside places. Well, yeah. Well, Greta Thunberg isn't suddenly going like, and please try the new Impossible Target. Burger app. Is Burger she King. considered an influencer? I mean, I feel in, like she would be. I guess uh, what you right? because right because she does have an ethos and like and she has an, a specific point of view and a behavior that she's trying to instill in people. It's more overt. Behavior. But she, is so, she doing ooh. that? Through, does she have like a social media following? Is she? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There you go. It's huge. Twitter. So maybe it is like just like to make it more vague, like trying to influence a behavior in your followers, whether that be buying something or wow. something else. We're really well, breaking then, this down. I mean, really, then if we think about it, I mean, Jesus Christ was the original. <laughs> okay. <influencer. Yeah. laughs> People cared how he voted. Yeah. People cared how he voted. Yeah, that's true. And people would be mad if they found out you were like voting for Pete Buttigieg. You're yeah. an influencer. Yeah, if people would get mad over who you endorse for anything. Right. That would. But, I don't know, but that's but just know. That's just celebrity. No, I think. I but think we nailed it in that. Is is Joe Pesci an influencer? I don't think he is. He's, because nah, if I, I found so out that Joe Pesci was voting for someone fucked up, I'd be like, "Yep, makes sense." I don't know, Joe Pesci. Influenced me wanting to have a gold tooth. Joe Pesci sings, is still making music. He released a song called Baby Girl last year. Wow. He it's, did? It's baby, terrible. You gotta baby, listen to it. Baby. Oh, that that's a different actual? song. I mean, I'd believe it. That, <laughs> was, the, it. that was Bieber. He's like, <laughs> baby girl. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. And uh, Trump, uh, oh boy. And that's it. Uh, (laughs) You just uh, ruined this episode. So 
Uh, he had a press conference on Wednesday yeah. to, you know, explain the whole Iran situation um, after the missiles uh, were launched upon some bases in Iraq. Um, you know, no one was hurt, uh, l- luckily, um, and basically said, hey, look, there's going to be more sanctions. Uh, the He said the Ar- Iranians are standing down. Yeah, OK. Uh, he said then was trying to. Uh, imply that Obama had funded the Iranian weapons program because he unfroze the assets that were frozen during the uh, when the embassy was overtaken in 1979. Couldn't make heads or tails of that. Yet. But he was just like, yeah, that's it. He gave him 150 billion dollars. It's like yeah. he unfroze assets as part of the. Okay, whatever, no. motherfucker. And then uh, now he wants NATO to get involved more. I mean. The only thing that I took away from this is I was just like, oh, thank God he wasn't trying to double down on like the fire and brimstone rhetoric. Like, yeah. uh, but I think it's foolish to think that this is the end of it, um, even though they're, you know, they're saying, I think, in Iran that, you know, that was their response to it. But, you know, it's it's this is this is far from over. And this this is completely <sighs> cr- cr- like changed the footing it's of a, things in, yeah, uh, in terms of the yeah, balance of power in the region. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it, I think I do think that neither of these countries like uh, actually want to go to war. But like it's one of those things where it's it's <laughs> to me, it's just like, yo, like two dudes like just like bloviating and like try like it's one of those things where you're like you you go to attack somebody but you know your boys are going to hold you back so you're not actually you don't actually yeah, you think know, about you're like, it you're like oh I wouldn't I wouldn't actually swing like you know what I mean I would like, you're, like, well, you're, like, yo, you're yo. like no literally please hold me you know me what back. I mean like hold me you know and like I feel like that's what both people are doing but the thing is if somebody accidentally slips and like a punch gets land like well that's what that's what was dangerous about gonna, assassinating yeah. Soleimani because that's essentially what that was it's right. like well you just smacked him in the nose Right. So what do you think is going to happen right. now? Uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, I think in the U.S. there are people who are absolutely want Oh, for war. sure, for like, sure. Like have mm-hmm. been, you know, they've been masturbating to Iranian war posters in their bedrooms since they were children. Definitely. Like they have war fantasies. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just, it, it, it's nice to see that the hawkish uh, crew that's around Trump in the Oval uh, did not prevail in this incident. But you know, I think this this is this story is far from over, um, especially when you consider like all the players involved. And now he's asking for you know the countries that are involved in the Iran deal to mm-hmm. like be on his. It's 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 a it's truly a, it's the different. the ultimate losers to too is Iraq and like all the people yeah. who live in Iraq. And that was yeah. a thing like, too. That was a thing that was completely missing from his statement too. Was even talking about like Iraq being like, hey, yeah, I know we completely like just violated your sovereignty by yeah. like doing a uh, state sanctioned murder uh, there, but on your soil, intentional, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's uh, so. You know, I think that it was tense. It's still very tense, from what I can tell. I'm still, you know, I have no confidence in the ability of this administration to handle a situation like this, considering that like they have like B team national security people. Like mm-hmm. it's not even like the people who have who are at the t- tops of their fields. Like they've had to go so far down the list. The people that are the experts there are like not the greatest people to have anyway and are not equipped to handle situations like this. Yeah. Um, and so it seemed like people were really, uh, some pranksters were really trying to capitalize on a lot of the ignorance and anxiety uh, around this uh, conflict with Iran. Some chaos, um, Nathan Fielder. Yeah, people were getting texts that read oh. like this. Hello, uh, comma, but no space between the next word. 
That would be my first. I'm like, this is fake. I don't know, but like Trump's White House, you'd never know. Yeah, that's true. It says, hello, we are contacting you in regards to the United States official army draft. We tried contacting you through your email several times and have had no response. You've been marked eligible and must come to the nearest branch okay, in the New Jersey area for oh, immediate no. departure to Iran. Please contact contact us at the following Jersey. number immediately. United States Army Referral Program. Ask for blah, blah, blah extension. Thank you. Jesus. I think most people who just saw like the lack of proper punctuation and things would be like, this Scam. is a fucked up joke. Uh, but, I, you know, Do a lot know? of people. Do we know? Did anyone show up? Some people would call, like, try to figure okay. out what it was. And, like, the recruiting centers were like, we would never. That's a completely separate right. department um, right. that's run by the Selective Service, uh, like, that department. Um, and, I, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it was a thing that I definitely thought about, mm-hmm. uh, I think, because around the Iraq War, I was just getting out of high school. Uh, sure. And I was like, oh, okay, that puts you in, like, prime draft age. But, I mean, it, again, a for that to happen, right. that would take Congress and the president to authorize it. And then it would be people between 18 and 25. First up. Oh, nice. I'm out. Yeah, I was thinking like, <laughs> damn. like I'm like old as fuck. Uh, I, was t- I was talking with my boyfriend. My boyfriend's like just eligible. And I'm like, we just we just got to make it six more months, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't worry. The, 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 the way uh, modern warfare works, uh, shout out to Call of Duty. Uh, you know, it's it would unlikely happen like that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, it just shows you the kind of overall anxiety people had about it. And again, ignorance, yeah. too, to think like, yes, that's what would happen because I'm used to seeing a pattern of like lack of diplomacy in this country that would say like, yeah, now it's war. Right. Or I like, mean, yeah. I think we are living in a, a comma, no space kind of uh, era. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> 2020, the year of comma, comma no space. No space. <laughs> hey, man, it's comma, no space, man. Give me a break. AK 2020. Uh, okay, let's check in very quickly with the impeachment because that uh, that's not going away. So Mitch McConnell, uh, he so giddily announced that he is ready to start his absolute joke sham of a Senate trial his by saying- His lizard tongue was hanging out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the mm. evil demonic scrotum with glasses <laughs> told everybody he has all 53 GOP votes in the Senate to yeah. basically ensure that there will be no witnesses- and no documents presented as part of the trial to determine whether or not the president uh, was fucking around in terms of withholding aid to Ukraine. I know that sounds like 900 years ago, but I'm pretty yeah. sure the impeachment happened less than three days ago. It um, No shit. Yeah, just just for your... He just confirmed wow. that there will be no witnesses and no evidence? Well, yeah, essentially, like, a you know, they could justice. force a vote. If there were enough votes, if there were 51 votes, then they would be like, yeah, no, there need to be witnesses called. But mm-hmm. because he has the votes... He can completely dictate what the uh, the style and substance or lack thereof would be of a Senate trial. Oh, um, so sad. And Nancy Pelosi, she's been withholding the articles, or, you know, transmitting the articles because it has to move from the House to the Senate mm-hmm. because she's been trying to ensure that an actual like, I mean, I don't even know. Imp- I don't even it's funny to even think that there could be an impartial trial in the Senate. Uh, but that was she was trying to do to get him to play fair. But this dude has proven himself to be an evil nutsack. Yeah. So I don't know how uh, that was ever going to happen. Uh, so we'll see where, where we go from there. I mean, she seems, uh, Pelosi seems pretty much like steadfast in saying, like, well, it seems like uh, his allegiance is absolutely to the president and not to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. And we'll see what she has in store. There's been like also articles saying that Nancy Pelosi has not really told many of like even her closest confidants, like what her, her plan is here. 
I mean, what's so, the plan? What 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 can she even do? I mean, yeah, at this point, I mean, it's it's almost like you allow the you would need the public pressure to get to a certain point, That's but right. it almost happened, right? So over the over the break, you had people like Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski who do a really good job of being like, oh, the 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 behavior is of the president is disturbing, or like yeah. that is. That is really, uh, really awful. I do not like that. And then go and just vote for whatever Trump needs. It happened all over again. Yeah. It, it, and, and it's just like kind of shitty timing for her to get the public to be, you know, really public pressuring just because there's so much other shit going on. That yeah. It's like a month ago, that was what everyone was looking at and focusing on. But 900 things go wrong in the meantime. Yeah. It's like, where do you put your attention? Exactly. So. Oh, that's almost like it was planned. Holy! Hey! Yeah, it's like, yeah, we'll do this, and then that'll give you cover to then, you know, throw your spines in the trash, and then yeah, move your invertebrate body throw, into the... I mean, throw a whole uh, yeah, man, there's, there's region no into chaos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's easy to the hope feel, is 2020 election. I mean, look, yeah, legal nihilism is fully set in. <laughs> and, you know, it's... there. Them defecting really would have been somewhat of a game changer, considering that John Bolton was like... Yeah, I'll testify if y'all call me up. But again, I'm not even convinced that what John Bolton would say would be a slam dunk for impeachment. Because again, he wants to bomb the earth forever. So I'm sure what he was seeing going on in terms of our lack of diplomacy with Iran was probably like, "Uh, maybe I won't make it hot for this administration right now. Because that's kind of something I'm into. Okay, let's check in with, you know, our candidates that maybe uh, will, will, will battle Donald Trump. In the depths of hell to become the next (laughs) (laughs) fucking president of the United States. So the top tier candidates were all outraised by Donald Trump in the fourth quarter. Which makes sense. Um, By a lot. Well, yeah, because all the money is being focused into one candidate. One candidate. Over 45 million? Uh, mm-hmm. 46 million. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That is 45 million over 45 million. Thank yes. You so much. But if I'm you added up math. all the other candidates, that's much more than. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, if you added up Biden and Buttigieg, you'd get to 46. Yep. Um, but the biggest, uh, earners in this last, uh, in this last quarter, uh, was Bernie Sanders, ooh, um, ooh. more than Biden or Buttigieg or Warren. Um, I think yeah, Buttigieg was in second place with twenty two or twenty four point seven million, and that's with his wine caves. That's with wine. Ca- that's with the wine Cone caves and caves. Seth MacFarlane's money. Oh yeah, Can Seth. I love to uh, every time Pete Buttigieg comes up. Got to bring up the Family Guy vote. Got to yeah. do it. Got to get the. How family much money guy does vote. Seth go? Oh, I don't know. He probably, he, he loves I mean, Pete so much. Oh, yeah. He probably maxed out for Got as it. much as he can for a, a, a single person. He's waiting for what that his space show to get picked up. He's like, I don't know, maybe if the Oracle is this space gets a show out, three. Oracle, yeah. Oh, it, is it up? Oh, it's it's Starfleet. up in limbo. Honestly, my crush has fallen defunct. I don't really know. Oh man, <laughs> well you hate to see it. Yeah, um, so again, when you look at Bernie's fourth quarter fundraising and the and the number of different donors he had, and you couple that with how he's basically really made himself a legit contender in Iowa and New Hampshire, mm. um. We're starting to hear the the establishment alarm bells go off, and they're all using kind of the same sort of scare tactic because obviously, they're their their whole thing is like, well, we sort of uh, we protect the interests of Wall Street and most major yeah, yeah. for profit industries, oh. and to have someone like Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren uh, just might not be a tenable situation for those people. Um, so Rahm Emanuel, uh, Obama's former chief of staff, mm-hmm. came out. Basically saying like, yo, we got to be careful that Medicare for all, it's going to scare the swing voters away. 
and that's mm-hmm. that's that's and then and then Trump will win. So Medicare for all, all equals Trump will win is sort of the dynamic. And he says yeah. you need a candidate with a message that can help us win swing voters in battleground states. Mm-hmm. The degree of difficulty dramatically increases under a Bernie Sanders candidacy. It just gets a lot harder. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there, there was a da- there was like a right. Daily Beast story that I mean it's not official but there's been just like sources within um, like former Obama administration members where like he's gone on the record saying he's not going to endorse a specific Democratic candidate but if Bernie gets too far ahead maybe he'll speak up in like dis you know like right, hey, right, right. this isn't the way like incremental change uh, centrism centrism yeah but then that. after that it did seem that he he kind of. Uh, stepped back from that a little bit and just said, I hope so. "No matter what," he said, "No matter what, though, whoever it is, like I'm, will I will ensure that I will do whatever I have to do whoever to make sure Donald the Trump nomi- loses." But I, I do you doesn't think mean he'll he won't fuck around on the way the domina- before the, the nomination, the domination, the dominatrix entrance. Do you think he would say something before the nomination, or do you think if, like, I think if Bernie gets the nomination, he'll be like, "All right, I'm, I'm with this." But. I don't know if he's gonna say something. You'd probably want to do it now, considering what yes. February third is uh, it's coming up. Coming up. It's coming up. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think when you really look at sort of you know, like the numbers around it. It's true that Medicare for all, like the support for it has declined since the midterms when many people were using that as a way to like get into office. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that is more connected to the voters' fears around electability mm-hmm. rather than like, oh, I don't think everyone having health care is a good idea. It's like, I think having a candidate who's pushing that is going to freak out swing voters who sure. want to keep their yeah. evil fucking health care they have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, when they you- were all freaked out in 2016. So. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's right. Medicare for All wasn't on the platform for Democratic yeah. in 2016. Exactly. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, so when you look at just sort of like even when you break down what the costs are for Americans, like, right, a, a single-payer system would be much cheaper. And I think the things that people typically point to is like, well, you got to raise the taxes, okay? The taxes, then, you, then my taxes go up. First of all, when you look at already what people's incomes go to for health care, mm-hmm. like, you know, the U.S. has the most expensive health care system in the United States. It's in, the, all, in the world, yeah. Yeah, it's near. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the U.S. and, and the United States. The, and in the United States. Guess what? And on Earth, apparently. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Has, it's a cost of almost a trillion dollars more than the, the second most expensive system, which is Switzerland. A trillion dollars more. That's yeah. Granted, the, the, the populations are much different, but that just means that. In the U.S. households are paying like an extra eight thousand dollars per year yeah. in like in medical expenses. Right. So if you're thinking about that on your household, an incremental tax, which would be a would pale in comparison to the eight thousand dollars that's already flying out of your paychecks and your copays and all these other things, mm-hmm. there needs to be a little bit more of a nuanced discussion as to like how these numbers level out for people because I think a lot right. of people just yeah. think. People are going to think Medicare for all is communism and then they're going to scare these other people. But when you look at sort of how dire the living situation is for most people in this country, mm-hmm. we need we need Medicare for all because there's no way the, – the disparities in incomes and things like that is so fucked up that, and we're doing nothing to begin to alleviate those pressures. And these yeah. two economists um, who have been talking – they have uh, – the, they're, they're, there's like a new book coming out uh, that they're writing that's like the deaths of despair and the future of capitalism. They've been these economists who have been really focused on this this trend of deaths of despair that are mm-hmm. only that is only unique to the United States, which is born out of 
you know, people between the ages of 25 and 64 have been dying from suicide, overdosing on opioids or other drugs, and alcohol-related problems like from liver disease yeah. have just been just going off isn't the charts. It, isn't well, suicide like one of the top killers of like young people now yeah and i think uh and of uh older or middle-aged white men also yeah, yeah. um well and it's like because sometimes like insanity. you can't afford to live right you can't, it, and it becomes like the issue i mean there's so many examples of people who are like i, I don't want to continue to put this financial burden on my family who can't afford to literally keep me alive because right. of the way that the healthcare exactly signed uh set up and the the areas where or the sort of demographically where these deaths of despair hit very hard are white Americans without college degrees um, who are having dwindling job options too. So when you even think of things like what uh, a Sanders or, or Warren uh, is trying to have as their platform of being like, we also need to be able to educate people. Like mm-hmm. going to university should not be a class barrier, but it is as it stands. And Absolutely. you look at how all these things feed into each other. I understand, look, there's People have this argument of like, well, it's the electability thing I'm worried about. But we also have these really terrible systemic issues that need to be addressed. I, the electability thing is so funny because it's such a uh, it, it to me is a nonsensical argument because my thing is like, are you would you vote for them? Yes, then don't what then what the fuck don't, you worried wait, about? Don't talk about electability. Yeah. You have no idea how how or why other people are going to vote. You can pretend like you do, but the reality is we chose an electable candidate in 2016, and that candidate didn't win. Yeah, and right. like so that so you're you're like and Donald Trump by most metrics would not be considered an electable candidate, and he won. So like just throw this idea of electability out. It's it's yeah. it's right. all also, theoretical. Didn't consider Obama an electable candidate right. either at the time. Yeah. Like it's, oh 100. Yeah. It's just a, it's a ridiculous argument, but I think that's yeah. where. You know, people begin to need to re-educate themselves or people need to educate each other right. on like when they start getting like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. It's like, no, no, no. You know, because at the end of the day, people are going to be selling like when it gets to the general, it's all about selling people your version of reality that you want Americans to experience going forward. Right. And if you have a message that people can actually believe in, they say, you know what, that actually does. That would tremendously help my quality of life. With, if, with Medicare for all, I feel like it is just like sitting someone who's skeptical about it down and like taking the buzzwords and like the scare words that are thrown out yeah. out of the equation and be like, no, here are examples and right. numbers and like it would improve everyone's quality. And it's interesting, though, too, like when you think of how ferociously the medical, the health insurance industry has been fighting like this idea and has introduced like that talking point of like choice is mm-hmm. a lobbyist created talking point. Yeah. And like you have candidates like regurgitating it and you're like, See, as if we all have, cho- we don't have yeah. choice. Nobody has choice right now. You have right. the health insurance that you at your job provides you. You don't have that. That's not a real choice. Right. You well, can live as well as your employer will let you. Allow you to. Yeah. If you're lucky. But if don't fuck up my yacht money. If you're, yeah. Fuck up my <laughs> yacht money. Right. If you're lucky enough to have a job in which they provide you health insurance. And if they do, it's not like, I mean, how many times have you heard people go, well, yeah, I like, uh. <laughs> I mean, I have a, a plethora of job opportunities at, at my foot, and I decided to look at the health insurance that each of them provides, and that's how I chose which job I was going to have. No. That's a fantasy no. world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you like work for like one of those tech startups that actually has the kinds of benefits, you're like, oh my God, right. really? They're I- like- yeah, nine months paid parental leave. I mean, like, I haven't huh. I haven't had health insurance in two years, and it's just like it is because of whatever the options that you're given. Right, like it's just it's. Ugh, well, I mean, it if shouldn't you, be connected. But again, to even if you look at the insurance most people have, many of them are not humane, right, and are completely 
like just unusable in terms of cost. So it's not really, it's not, it's not yeah, high deductible. Yeah. And it's not actually taking care of people. It's only taking care of their pockets, baby. Well, yeah, Absolutely. you can like, you can even go further. And I mean, obviously it all goes back to hashtag capitalism, yeah. but hashtag just like random. it, like hashtag random, hashtag capitalism, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag random Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like we're there. I've, I've known people who stay at jobs that they're not like For ethically the happy yep. to be at. Yeah. They're True. like, like yeah, I know that. Like I've I've a friend who remained working at Amazon, a place that is terrible, and that like they disagreed all of the tenants of this place. But they're like, I have a kid. What am right. I supposed to fucking do? Like yeah. it's just it shouldn't be connected to your job. Well, exactly, and <laughs> then that's taken away your freedom too as yeah. a human being. Right. So because that's what it's, it's like an well, illusion of choice. You don't right. really have choice. It's like, yeah. well, which master are you bowing to? Amazon because right. they have your insurance because you need that to live. Okay. Right. Hi, I have that over your head now. Ugh. Anyway, so that's about that. Uh, really quickly, <laughs> I just want to tell this story about New York State Assemblyman Brian Kolb. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, he drove his state-issued SUV drunkenly into a ditch. And this is where it gets funny. When the tow truck driver arrives, tow, not the police, tow truck driver arrives wow. first. Wait, I just... he, he comes off top. According to Scoville, who is the uh, tow truck driver, Kolb stood up. Put his hands up and said, my wife was driving. What? He then said, you know how women drive, <laughs> Scoville said. I did not see anyone else around the vehicle. Kolb allegedly told him. his wife wasn't there? No. Kolb <laughs> allegedly told him that his wife was, quote, up in the house. Uh, I don't know what that means. So anyway, when, <laughs> the, the, house. when the police deputy uh, got there, uh, he blew a .16 uh, breathalyzer. <laughs> Uh, so you know that that they were like, okay, we, mm-hmm, it was your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he resigned on Friday. <laughs> it was just like, okay, uh, I kind of fucked that up. That's the crazy. idea that you could go. I don't know, man. That's that's my an interesting energy where you're like, he'll get it. Yeah, I'll hold up my hands. Go, my wife was driving. You know how women drive, right? Where is your wife, sir? Up in the up house. Up in the house. <laughs> we're in a field. We were in a ditch, my man. She oh, she she God. she crashed the car and was like, Total, "I'm going to the house." You should see her, man. She's like Doctor Manhattan. You know what women are she's like she zapped herself to the house. She's a coward, you know. She should she should really take responsibility. Arrest for this. her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, arrest the system. Uh, he's still happily married. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, his wife's about to resign. Yeah. Right. The- <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we've spoke about this pizza ATM before, but it, the news popped up about it again. And I'm trying to f- really figure out if I think the pizza ATM is a good idea. I know, like, there's the Sprinkles Cupcake ATM that you see, like, at the oh, Grove and shit. I've, I've seen, seen that. at the Americana. Yeah, okay. at the Americana, whatever. It doesn't it, make sense. Explain a pizza ATM. Pizza so, ATM. <laughs> pizza ATM. It's been, it's been on college campuses, most mm-hmm. recently at the University of North Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, for 10 bucks. You put your money in, mm-hmm. and five minutes later, a pizza comes out. Okay. Now, but however, okay. the shit is like the size of like a fucking room. It's like a- What? Or yeah. I don't know. It's actually, I mean, it's, it's like a- the size gig- of a brick oven? Well, I don't know. It's a big <laughs> ass machine. It's a machine attached to a brick oven. But the whole thing is like, the, whoever like operates the machine, uh-huh. you have to make your dough. You have to assemble all the pizzas in advance, put them like in the different refrigeration compartments. And then when it's, or like then when it's actually punched in and ordered- 
then that like uncooked pizza goes to its heating thing and then it what? pops out the hot pizza. There's better ways. I just don't know. I mean, I guess it's fun, right? Apparently. Like, can I see a picture of this? Yeah. It apparently like people on the word on campuses is campuses is that they love it. Now, I don't really? know because to me, uh, Little Caesars is also a pizza ATM. They got hot <laughs> right. and ready's. And it's They're ready. Basically. Shits are five bucks. You don't have to touch a button. I, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, like. Uh, a lot, a lot of colleges, I feel like, have a tendency of acquiring really expensive shit to justify charging more people for college, and then they're like, "Look, That's so they yeah, love like it. computers." I had a ton of stuff at college, <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't want this shit." Like, like what? What was something you had that was like ha- a waste would, of money? They would really push. Oh, they so would just much. push random products on you. Like they were pushing the what do you the, the naked juices? They would push those at my college, and they would like you got put free them naked juices. For, yeah, quote unquote. But then you would just spend through your your meal plan faster, uh, and then and then you would have to put more money on it. I don't know. Everything related. Not, to colleges I mean, is so a scam. much. They have like uh, colleges have like all these like entertainment shows that nobody goes to. I know because I performed there. <laughs> <laughs> like they have, they like right. spend so much money. Like like all of like the um, you know RAs get like a like a little budget to like buy snacks and stuff for their meetings that nobody comes up to, and they're just like they have bowls. And bowls, pretzel bites, and yeah. you know right. M and M's like, and things like that. Why did you take like them all out of the bag? Like, <laughs> you could have saved some yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, they look better. I know, Ooh, I don't know. Bowls it looks good. It looks good, it's right? An atmosphere. Like right. yeah, there's so much. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I I feel like if I was in college and this was a thing, I would probably get it. But Part now, me, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, that it, sounds. I'm trusting. Like, is it 24 hours? Is it like the good thing that you could get a pizza at like three in the morning? Yeah, until that shit's sold out, though. Is it like right, a microwave uh, heating in there? Uh, you think un- it's so? It's actually unclear. pretty small considering like it's making a bunch of pizzas. It's probably some kind of like how many pizzas it? can it can it make? Before I don't know. Yeah, right. It. Before some guy has to come and refill his handmade pizzas and like, is there like they, a pepperoni option? You know what I mean? Or is it just straight there's cheese? There's options, I think. But again, this is where I'm like, it sounds like, it sounds like fun, but right. I don't know if like, if I put my mind, myself in the mindset of me being like 19 and hungover as fuck, mm-hmm. I, Part of me would just eat a bunch of shit from Seven Eleven. I was like, I would just go to Seven Eleven where the pizza is also hot and ready. Mm. And what if you're in your no? Spicy but the bite. thing is, think, you yeah. know, you put this in like you put this in like the, the residence dorm. halls yeah. and the dorms. Like you just you just <laughs> stroll out of bed and like go get a freaking pizza. Yeah, or just deliver. One. You don't have to like leave. And yes, there are. I guess it depends. Some on places that are open up late, but not uh, like a lot of places. A lot of colleges they're in the middle of nowhere, so they're they're I all love, their that's cafeterias closed at eleven. College town food though. Like yeah. half, like when I when insomnia I'm in a college cookies. town, I'm like, where do they go? Right. Where do they go? Did you ever do, do insomnia cookies? No. I would let myself do that once a semester. That's like cookies they deliver to your dorm. What? They just deliver hot cookies to your dorm. It's called insomnia cookies. Where was this? In Boston? It was in Boston. I think it's like around though. Yeah, they oh, have in New York. They have Diddy Reese in yeah, UCLA. It's they have good. A, it's good. They have in New York. Yeah. yeah, I would just get. I remember, it, like, my friend went to U of O. We go to Doco, just like these nasty Ooh. ass calzones. <laughs> I'll get the most meat bomb zone. They call them nasty. zones. You know what I mean? There's a, oh, like apostrophe zone. <laughs> yeah, cool. Most meat <laughs> bomb zone, brack. Anyway, shout out to College Campus Foods. Uh, also, shout out to Oscar Meyer. Uh, who is hiring hot doggers, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what a hot dogger was. Wait, what is that? So <laughs> I'm interested. You get to basically drive the you drive a Oscar Mayer weenie mobile. Shut up. Around for it's Perfect. like a one year gig, full time. It's a job longer than what? I wanted it to be. It's but a okay. full time job mm-hmm. for one year. Okay, and basically what you do is you're part company spokesperson. 
So like if there's any kind of the event, they'd be like, hey, Jamie, you got to take the Wienermobile down to the Cal State Long Beach campus real quick to do an event. That's amazing. It's on you. I uh, do media appearances. You do charity events. You do brand promotions. Uh, quote, meet, M-E-A-T, and greets. <laughs> <laughs> Handing out wiener whistles. Uh, and wiener then, whistles. And then also, this is where it gets a little bit involved. Pitching coverage uh, this is ideas. Where it gets Pitching coverage ideas to local news outlets. It's content. You wow. Got, you, I, I mean, I feel like where the Wienermobile goes, the news follows. I worked at a hot, a promotional hot dog truck for a while, but it wasn't Oscar Wait, what Myers, do you mean? You so no one gave at- a shit. I got fired. But the, I, in college, I worked for, they, the StubHub had a hot dog truck for a while, uh-huh. and they Why? would just park outside of like basketball games uh-huh. and give away free hot dogs. I'd be like, have a wow. free hot dog. Have you heard of StubHub? And they'd be like, no. And they're like, like, fuck hey, you. And you're like, okay. And then one day I tweeted, fuck this hot dog stand. And, and then my fired. boss, and I got fired. Damn. But the Wienermobile, well, that's that clout. <laughs> the Wienermobile has clout. Also, you would respect, okay, so I wait, would, let me not, get this right. If I'm interviewing say, you, fuck the I'd say, interesting, um, Jamie, I've, I've asked around because, you know, everyone in the free promotional hot dog industry talks. And yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. talking to my friend Craig at StubHub. It was um, seven years ago. Okay, so you know you so you know the incident. I'm sorry. No, to. continue. No, it sounds like you do. You said fuck this hot dog. It was seven truck. years ago. Yeah. So and you know how am I to trust you with the Oscar Mayer brand? I wasn't. Uh, I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't know what my mental health issues were seven years ago. I was a kid. I didn't really. And and also I would say that the stuff. No disrespect mm-hmm. to your colleague, but lacks the prestige. That oh. uh, the Wienermobile brings, which wow. I would I would never in my life, you know, be. I'm I'm a I'm a brand I'm a brand gal. Hmm. I see a Wienermobile, I follow All right. it. Well, you know what? Hold on, let me get on the phone. Yeah. Hey, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Oh. <laughs> we found her. But apparently, there's like twelve. There's twelve open <laughs> spots for this. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Meyer. I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. What I say about you calling me Oscar? It's Mr. Meyer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Meyer. <laughs> uh, also, I just do want to touch on this. Um, did everybody see Star Wars in here? Yes. Of course. Okay. Uh, if you've not seen Star Wars, uh, just cover your ears or also, just skip ahead. Also, this isn't go really see it. Also, this isn't really spoilery because it's just so bizarre. All right. So freak. there is a. I am Babu Freak. There was a thread going on Reddit. <laughs> I'm a Babu freak. Oh, Babu freak. Oh. Where my Babu freaks Babu at? Freak. Where's all my Babu freaks at? <laughs> uh, this anonymous redditor posted uh, like a fucking thesis length uh, post, of course, talking about basically that there is an, another cut of this most recent. Uh, what is it? The Rise of Skywalker. Sure. Uh, that J.J. Sure. Abram, Abrams had originally shot. Okay. Uh, and it's three hours long. And way better than the what what Disney did to it. They're just don't they Snyder always say this? It. Like that was like the whole <laughs> exactly, Snyder cut narrative, right? right? So this All whole right. thing, according to this this post, this anonymous brave redditor, right? Uh, who can who will not tell you any of the sources, but just trust him when he says Got that. It. There's so some, he a cla- basically somebody claiming to have worked, uh, claiming um, to have known someone right. very close to to the production. How, so yes, so K-K one degree away. K.K. posted yeah. this. <laughs> okay. um, that basically that in the original, the ending. Here we go. Spoilers. <laughs> that there were so there's a moment where Ray is hearing all these Jedi voices. Mm-hmm. That J.J. Um, Abrams had actually got. People like Ewan McGregor and Samuel L. Jackson to physically be there to appear as force ghosts, right? But it was cut out possibly because of China. What? And, because okay, of China? so what they were saying it had something to do Please. with shades of blue that there were approved shades of blue. Actually, that's a. I think this is 
China has a has a weird policy about like ghosts and things like that. Sure. They so they don't there are certain movies that they don't allow into their country because so, they're like spiritual right, and in some so sense. you sound like the people that are replying to that most, giving credence to this going, Star Wars isn't even popular in China. What like, Yeah, which is those, funny. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's Well, that's why isn't that partly why then? No, because okay. they say a lot of like even the beginning, like the sword fighting stuff, it just doesn't they don't interest, care. it doesn't resonate right, culturally. Right, right. Like just like the Transformer films are like, yes, giant robots, great. But for yeah. some reason, like That's samurai so, adjacent things. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was like number four. It like debuted yeah, at number nah, four in They China don't care about Star Wars in Another thing now, this would upset you okay. for the the freaks in the building. Mm-hmm. Babu Frick was no. nearly cut. No. Because some of the executives at Disney feared of him being Jar Jar Binks 2.0. Oh, uh, no, they were but wrong. But he's only in it for like They're two idiots. seconds. He's yeah. so cute. He wasn't Jar Jar Binks. No, he was, even though he had no. like, look, great, I agree. People have vague ethnic accents who talk in broken sentences. Fine. Yeah, but he okay, was so okay, he was fair, so adorable. But he's so little. He's so small. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Thing little not, things. My, he's Jar, not big. Jar Jar was a mess a yeah. hot mess and he also he's sound- also a senator he was also dumb like it wasn't it wasn't just how he spoke it was like he was like tripping all the time yeah and like bumbling, and like bumbling things yeah, it yeah, was like yeah. and like Babu Frick's a motherfucking hacker yeah Babu Frick's a hacker he's like extremely smart yeah and just like English is not his first language so yeah he talks maybe that's our slower. xenophobia where we're like man what are you, can we trust Babu Frick <laughs> can we trust him I don't know I don't know he's not really speaking right but, the, but nah, that's that's fine. That's just a language who barrier. Knows Babu Freak is like, listen. They're like, yo, yeah. He he's like, yo, he's freaking this Babu doing. Freak. Yo, you should call. Babu. You mean you Babu lucky. fucks? You're all about to become a <laughs> this Babu. This right. gets it in. <laughs> um, also, J.J. Abrams apparently uh, wanted Finn and Poe Dameron to have a gay romance, so but that we'll was also s- quashed by Disney. Yeah, well, that, so, that's so those rumors have been strolling for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what so now happened with Finn? Oh, I don't know. I don't we'll know. talk about this on my That's podcast. A whole other, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so apparently that, that started off a whole again hashtag release the JJ cut campaign. All right. But there was a there was a legit Star it's Wars leak happen, expert. Sure. There was a dude who like does start like who does this mm-hmm. who's who like leaked a lot of the major plot points before the film came out and they were all accurate. Okay. He was like, dude, this is bullshit from top to bottom. Was like oh, his shoot. was his take on yeah. this guy doing the leak stuff. But now this is the thing where people are like. In this post-truth fucking like era now, yeah. where they were they're like not taking that as being like real because J.J. Abrams. So in an interview, he was asked how he'd respond to Star Wars fans who were like disappointed about like the the elements of the larger franchise story that had they've been left out of the current film and things like that. And he said, "Quote: They're right. The people who love it more than anything are also right. The, so that the... people are taking that to be like, you see, dude." He's letting us know, man. What? That was like what a subtle is... signal that there is like another. No, cut. he's just saying however you however you like or interpret the film is correct for you because sure. we all get to have our own opinions, right? Star- and- I mean, I see where like I feel like it's coming from a place of like it was the same thing with like the Snyder cut shit where everyone's like League. it couldn't have been this bad. There has to be some galaxy brand explanation of why it turned out like why we're this unhappy. Like that it it's just like too much faith in the person yeah well that's like, funny no, or the process of making a movie well right and then the other thing it's that people said secret. was they said that uh disney wanted to make rise of skywalker bad on purpose because jj abrams had signed a deal with warner brothers i love this theory that's fun i love the theory of 
Star the new trilogy. They wanted it to match the old trilogy, and they wanted the first one to be like pretty good, and everybody loves it and is excited. The second one to be considered critically the best one,、mm-hmm. and then the last one to be like. Kind of a disappointment, but like some people love it because there's so much action in it, but it's like not as good as the other two. Yeah, but I think do you like? But you think Disney? <laughs> it is weird that it did turn out that way. It's, I, mean, I don't I, think I、so. liked the Force Awakens better than the last one. Well,、oh, for I, sure. I、yeah. mean, I, I loved the last Jedi. I personally I like a New、Force. Hope more than Empire Strikes Back. Sure, sure. I mean, look <laughs> and look and those people. They're also right. They're everyone's you know? right. It's just I don't know. But Babu Freak, there was a whole stripper scene I think with him that they、uh, cut out. Oh well, now that、yeah. I believe and I'm upset. The Babu Freak Hive is gonna <laughs> the Babu Freak Hive. Where's Freak Hive at? Babu Freak. Yeah, so I don't know. I think, but also like it, the people's outrage over it reeks of people who have not been crushed by the entertainment industry and know like that. Yeah, a lot of this is.、Feasible. It was gonna happen no、yeah. matter what. Like、yeah. no matter what this movie was, there's always gonna be people who disappointed and people who. You know、I've completely I mean? yeah. Like in my older age, I've learned to like just not get upset by like movies so much. Yeah. Like I used to. Like sometimes like, like adult. Yo, that was、yeah. cool. No, but I used to leave theaters、Anger. hot. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking hot. I、Because、was so angry at that. It would also be at a time when like I was trying to get、okay. my shit going too, and I'm like, they make this shit. Yeah. I'm out here with these real ideas. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>、uh, it's about a fucking guy. It's about a rasta who starts a poke r- restaurant called Pokemon. <laughs> anyway, so like the whole shit, I don't know. You had that, that jerk in your pants. I'd say like, that all the time. <laughs> I, people don't know Pokemon uh, coming uh, out soon, uh, but apparently there's some licensing issues. Unbelievable. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I just also, you know, I, I every franchise, I guess it's hard to accept that a movie could just be so bad, and that's that's just that is what it is. Did you guys think、yeah. you guys? I didn't listen to your episode about. Did you? I don't think I was not, here to speak on it. Whenever、oh, yeah. if they spoke on it, how much did you but, not like? Oh,、uh, I didn't care.、Walker. I don't care enough to say it、yeah. was bad or good.、Yeah. I'm like, yeah,、right. I didn't care for it. But then I also just started watching Star Wars movies two seconds ago, and then like a few days after, I was like,、oh, I didn't like that. I I base I forgot and moved on with my life like a, right like a grown up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the things that upset <laughs>、like、me most were just like the mechanics of screenwriting. And I was talking right this,、uh, with your Bechdel cast co-host Caitlin Durante, who has、yeah. a master's. Uh, in screenwriting,、yes. I believe, right? Yeah. Just how much of like the basic elements of storytelling were completely abandoned. It's a, me- I mean, it's like messy, and it's. I feel like it's trying to have it every which way, but it、yeah. totally ignores. The I movie laughed. It's coming after. Yo, I laughed out、Whatever. fucking loud when they kissed. When they kissed, I, I, I laughed、know. so many times. I like laughed, was- and I bet, and I think people were like hot in the theater I was in. People, like, people were, were met. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I saw it opening night, and there were like so many people. Like I put my friend and I love Star Wars,、right. and we were there were so many different parts where we just burst out laughing like pretty hard. Yeah, but and like my wife was like, I think you guys need to not laugh as hard. And I was like, but how can we not it's, like? It's they literally, it's like there were it's like che- now real spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Chewie dies, and then like five seconds later he's back on screen, and、he's、we're、back. just like, what? Like, <laughs> like okay, like、oh, none of this matters. Like <laughs> that was bad writing too. Why did they tell us he was alive? Like we should have found out at the same time Ray did. I don't know why also, they were、yeah. like, oh, you know, and you then, know, like, and the, the, and the characters don't. What? what? Yeah. I, I I'm like my man. Also, I never saw two、bad. ships take off. <laughs> she doesn't. She does not feel bad. Like she forgets that she killed a beloved character two seconds. It, it it's it's a mess. When were, she healed him, so many stuff. I was just like,、yeah. what is happening? I was like, true. 
literally none of these parcels. I'm like, this <laughs> fucking parcel this tongue. You're like, that's not even this franchise. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> There, it was, uh, it was a mess, but it was funny I to loved watch. It. There were Raylo stands at at my at the at the second screening I saw. There was like yeah. a bunch of Raylo stands. Like ship, like who shipped shippers? Them, who and then when they kiss, they go what? They like lose. Their oh, there shit. was applause. They go crazy. There was applause yeah. in my oh. theater. People I laughed. Clapped. I was like, hell yeah! Just fuck. Who gives a fuck? Why anymore? not? People clap. Yeah, they got blood on their hands. I laughed Whatever. when they yeah. when they did the the switch. It was like dead. She. He's dead. Nope. He's not nah, dead. Uh, She's dead. Nope. Now he's dead. I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I just, I, the only thing that I genuinely that stuck with me of like that was bullshit was just like, uh, no Kelly Marie Tran whatsoever. They just left yeah, her to do paperwork totally, right. <laughs> with a pile of tennis balls that's supposed to be Carrie Fisher. You're like, that's not fair. Oh, Oof. that don't that's even not give fair. me. Way to shoehorn <sighs> in. Reeks of when Olivia Soprano in I think season two has to show up in random episodes because the actress had passed away, You're and it was like, like let's use these out of context shots to try and create some semblance of a narrative. That's here. not ghoulish to do. I mean, yeah. I guess there's no right way to do it, Oof, but it's just scary. Uh, uh, they did Kelly Dirty. just. Oh yeah, I mean they did so the whole, they, the whole thing. They did everything. Dirty. That's why like I had to go in with like in a delirium, just being like. This is something else. But then Babu Freak is on. And yeah. I'm Babu and I'm Freak, back. baby. And I'm back. Babu fucks. And I'm back. All right. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks uh, for having me. You know, <laughs> we almost didn't have a show today. You know, Jack <laughs> pulling an audible on us. Um, uh, where can people find you and follow you, support you, listen to you, watch you? Yeah, please. Uh, you can um, follow me at John Braylock, J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my podcast that I do... Uh, with two of my friends called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, Yay. where we talk about movies with black leads and discuss them in the context of diversity and race in Hollywood. It's very fun if you like movies uh, and you aren't racist. And <laughs> Good, yeah. yeah, yeah Some yeah. people be like, wait, hold on, man. Was this for woke people? <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Astronomy Club, the sketch show. It's my um, the sketch show that I'm a part of is on Netflix, and you can stream that whenever. If Why? you have Netflix or if you have somebody's Netflix password, which yeah. most of us do. You can learn about Resting Creep Face, Magical Negroes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got everything. The show's got everything. Yeah, it does. Definitely check that out. Uh, is there a tweet that you like? Yeah. So this tweet is by uh, Joe Reed, who uh, is a critic. <laughs> and he wrote, me, everybody bitches about the BAFTAs every year for some reason or another. I'm sure they're fine. And then he has a picture uh, of of an article that says Joker leads BAFTA Film Awards 2020 nomination. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just about a man who's cast out of society. You know? um, truly wild. Uh, <laughs> we'll definitely be talking about that on our podcast. God uh, damn it! What about I mean, you? Oh, yeah, sure. no, go ahead, Jamie. What about you? What sayest thou about I'm your? Where can they gonna... find you and follow you and what's the tweets you like? Uh, you you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help on Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. You can listen to My Year in Mensa, which just came out yeah. last week. Uh, it's just four parts, and then you, n- you never have to think about it again. That's the pro. Uh, and it's I think the number one podcast in on Earth right now, right? On it's number one. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's number, oh, it isn't. No, it's like number a billion. No, but, the, no. but some people have listened to it and they liked it. Uh, Not based on my handwritten podcast <laughs> charts I just did. Oh, you updated the charts? I updated the charts. Oh, you updated the charts. <laughs> Daily Zeitgeist, uh, number a billion, though. Uh, but you can listen to that uh, pretty much everywhere, except Stitcher for some reason. I don't know why. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Stitcher, get it together. Get yeah. it together, Stitcher. People are tweeting me like, what you know about why? Stitcher? They're suppressing like, the truth. That's what it is. They're, I, they, the thing is, they don't want people. Mensa has Stitcher in the palm yeah, of their filthy little exactly. hands. 
Uh, and then I'm going to pr- promote a, a tweet that is self-serving, so sorry, but it's my dad's tweet. Uh, <laughs> nice. So the other day, I got to ride the Zamboni at the Staples Center, uh, and it changed my fucking you life. You did? I did. During the game? During the game. During Between the second and third periods at the Kings game the other night, I finally, like, I want to um, I wanna shout out, uh, it's a show called Go Fact Yourself. It's on the Maximum Fund Network. Oh, yeah. They hooked me up with the um, the guy who's in charge of, I, he's the ice manager. That's a job. Uh, and his name's Francois. Francois hooked it up. He got me and my boyfriend seats. He got me a Zamboni uh, ride. Oh my god! So I got to Did ride. Jay Keith hook you up. Jay with that? Keith hooked it up. Yeah, Damn, Jay Keith Jay and Keith. Helen Hong. They're incredible. Uh, so they hooked it up. I got to do it on Monday, and my dad is so proud. Uh, he's so uh. excited about the Zamboni. So today he tweeted out the video of me riding the Zamboni, and he said. The hashtag NHL Bruins aren't practicing today, so here's a little bit of hockey-related performance art by my daughter, just to show how deep hockey roots run in this family. Hey, <laughs> baby. Would you say Brutal. held you out as a baby, Cam, Cam, Cam Neely or Ray, Ray Bork? Ray Bork, baby. Ray Bork, baby. Ray Bork, baby. Oh, wow. Damn, that's dope, though. It was, when are they going to let you drive that thing, though? I, you got to get a license, but the guy was the guy was so nice. I made a, like a rhinestone suit with a zamboni on it. I was so excited. I've, Hell yeah! Uh, you know what we should do? Uh, I mean, that'd be so I good. would watch that miniseries like you know like MTV made like how they used to do. That's but you all. wanted to be made into a zamboni driver. It's a right. It it would be simple. And it, do it, the Stanley Cup though. There. Oh yeah. That's, that's that's the ultimate. That's prestige. Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's a tweet? A tweet I like is from Reductress. Very very simple. Everyone can relate. It says, "Wow." This woman can't masturbate unless she's on a deadline. <laughs> hey, procrastinators unite. Oh, My goodness. Uh, I remember, didn't that, oh. when did that term come out? Like 2010 or something? Procrastinate? Like I've like, never heard that. Oh, yeah. It was like a, it like resin, it hit so hard. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, rather than like look at my bleak financial prospects, I'd rather masturbate. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, you, that tracks. You yeah. masturbate to procrastinate. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Uh, but at least, you know, you get something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were like, both figuring I'm it out. Seeing the light. I see. I think I don't know why I was interpreting it backwards for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Procrastinating, masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, you can find me on my other podcast right here on the iHeart Network at Four Twenty Day Fiance uh, with yeah. Sophia Alexandra, where you know we get high and talk about our favorite. Uh, trash reality show 90 day fiance it's also very in-depth discussion you know we go on tangents but we also talk about like all kinds of socioeconomic things it's very interesting uh i can't recommend it enough uh what else what else you can also find us okay we have some upcoming shows check the twitters check the everything uh january 25th gateway theater san francisco uh 8 p.m or 8 30 p.m one of those two you can get those tickets at sf Sketchfest uh website also on january 30th we're gonna be in portland oregon uh at the miss at mississippi studios so get your tickets there for that one and you might see some cool faces there some cute faces i forgot Um, we're performing at san francisco Sketchfest as well so i I forgot yeah i'll be there twice (laughs) when are you performing jamie go uh i'm doing boston too late Okay, Wait, go. <laughs> Bossum is Girl, January 21st, Bechtel Cast 22nd. Oh, shit. Definitely check that out. Yeah. Especially yeah. Bossum is Girl, because this yeah. is like the post-fringe edition, too, right? It's good now. I thought <laughs> it was good when girl, I saw it. parentheses, it's good now. I saw it when it was, I saw it before Fringe. Haven't seen it after Fringe. Oh. Thought it was great. I have to check that out. Uh, Brain Jan- lock, January 24th, Astronomy Club is performing at 7.30. January 24th. Where at? Uh... <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Go to yeah, San Francisco Sketch Fest and look up Astronomy Club. Yeah, find uh, the venue. Yeah. Uh, you can find... Oh, were you going to say something? Oh, so I'm doing shows in Philadelphia and New York in the next month, too, that are um, 
Fantastic. Yeah. Check us out at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram, okay? We have a Facebook fan page. Uh, we also want to let you know that Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get them shits for free. We also have a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Thank you. Mm. Uh, where you can uh, get all that info and also information on the song we're writing out on. We're going to write out on uh, Bay Area legend, Dorondo. Okay, uh, his music is fantastic. Uh, this is a track called "Did and I." You may re- you may recognize it, you may not. It's very soulful. It's got a little bit of heart, it's got a little bit of funk to it. Uh, because let's, let's keep our eyes on the skies. The Doctor Manhattan returns. Uh, with that, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow because it's a daily podcast, and actually, we'll see you in a little bit later today for a little bit of Nightgeist. But until then, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.